What's going on, everybody? I'm Joshua. And I'm Isaiah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. Look, we are here to help you on your preparedness journey. Without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. But now, on with the show. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. How's it going? It's going awesome. Sometimes I use the intro and my headphones to get myself psyched up. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Our hype music. It's our hype music. Got this shaker going. It's like I'm in a coffee house. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In the 90s. Right, with Pete (laughs) Nix. Oh, welcome back, Isaiah. Welcome back, buddy. Everyone, welcome back to Reasonably Prepared. We made it to 2022. 2022, man. Yeah. It's January 2022. We opened the door and we stepped in. Yeah. If I, if my math is correct, this will be the first podcast back of the year. Absolutely. Yep. For 20. We're ringing in the new year. Yeah. How's yep. every, everybody else's year going this so far? Here, let's just wait and we'll have them. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. You can call in. <laughs> if you, I'd like to. How could we do that? I wonder if we can ever do. Well, I guess you just do live. Yeah. We could do it. Video and then turn that into a podcast. Be able to turn, you know, people can call in. We have the gear for it. Just yep. need to learn how to use it. Yep. That's all it is. Um, but 2022. 2022. We, we lived through 2020, 2021. Yep. You know, hopefully for some people, those are just distant memories. That's what I'm trying to do. So I have uh, walked into 2022 with high hopes and... Great optimism. Opt- I'm very optimistic yep. for 2022 as yep. well, as a matter of fact. Um, Lee and I have been talking about it in the family, and, and we're, you know, we're choosing. Right. We're choosing to be, uh, and I'm not saying that the world isn't going to fall apart. What I'm saying is how we're responding to it right. is going to be different. You know, um, we want to do more, once again, responding instead of just reacting. Yeah. You know, and for a while there, we just kind of reacted to some things. Yeah. Um, now we were pretty set up. Human nature. Yeah, we were pretty set up. There was a lot of, in a lot of ways, we were by COVID and the post-COVID and even election and all that, you know, and and then just the aftermath wave of the last year, we we were largely unaffected. Yeah. You know, um, food shortages have been happening. You know, there's a lot going on that you know, like other preppers are talking and discussing. Um, that's they're pretty extreme, you know, food shortages, supply chain shortages. They all exist. I don't want right. to glass over them, but um, but my own our own mindset is going to be one of optimism. And Lee and I have come to the last two years have have one of the statements in our house is okay. We know what we can't do. We know we don't we don't what we don't have. What can we do? Right. You know, so it, it helps us create. You know, think creatively and out of the box on okay. Obviously, this way isn't working, right. but what can work? What can we do, even if it's smaller or bigger? Yeah, and it kind of gets you out of the victim mentality. Yeah, and for sure, for sure. So, And it kind of gets you into a proactive mindset. So, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the question we've been asking. Okay, we can't do this. We know that. What can we do? I mean, it's enabled us to do things like get out of debt, um, you know, get a leg up on our prepper journey for the last year. Um, kind of regroup, not panic during a lot of this stuff, and 
you know, with education, we were basically unaffected. I mean, cause yeah. we, we home, you know, we homeschooled everything and then food, you know, I, <laughs> this is a funny story. I was like, I went grocery shopping in the store. You typically Leah and I think you and your wife do the same where you do like pickup. Yeah. You do pick up, right? Yep. Um, I like to go into the store. It drives my family and my kids nuts. I go into the store and I browse and it's old school and then I like talking to people. Yep. I don't like going through the self-checkout lines. I, in, I'll i go to a line that has a line just so I can interact <laughs> with a human being, which I guess not a lot of people do that anymore. Not at all. I just, you know, I just like doing that. And uh, so I was saying to Leah the other day, I was like, honey, have you seen the price of like beef i'll just say beef red meat lately like i'm there trying to trying to i just looked at it yeah have you seen the price of this oh my god she's like and she said uh honey no i haven't purchased meat in more than two years <laughs> now it's not because we're vegetarians right it's because not by far it's because i go kill meat yeah I put it in our freezer and it's there for us now we did get real lean in the last month or two, uh, and she's that's what she says. All right, boys, I'm I'm down to just a few pounds of meat. Better get on that. <laughs> so now we're out pig hunting again, and I got me and Liam got a couple of deer, which is nice. Um, but that that brings us to the to to this. We were discussing Isaiah and her discussing. Yeah, um, it's 2022. Um, we've kind of reframed our mindset coming out of 1920 and 21 into a you know more positive mind. What can we do? What are ways we can operate within, you know, what's happening uh, so we don't get overwhelmed and we can better serve and lead our families and our communities. And that got us to, we've got, I've got some goals and he's got some goals for 2022 that we wanted to just share with you as kind of a jump start for, for the year. Yeah. And to give you some ideas on, Hey, maybe, you know, yes, I'd like to do those things yeah. too, or just enter the discussion, leave them in the comments below. You know, whether you're on YouTube or, you know, on any of your whatever your podcast directory is on what your goals are. Um, and we can champion you and cheer you on in these goals as well, because in these times, it seems like everybody's doom and gloom. Right. Man, I really we'd like you to to accomplish some things this year yeah. and get once again, undependent on the system. Um, although the system is good. Uh, we like it. The fact that it's right. there. Um, it's fragile. We know it. I mean. In a lot of ways, us preppers have been legitimized over the last two, three years. Right. And um, believe it or not, um, prepping is surging, you know. Yeah, it's kind of going mainstream, yeah. I think, to the chagrin of of like really hardcore preppers. They're, right. They're, you know, they, they, they the like old timers. Being, yeah, or just some elitists and things yeah. like that. Um, our goal is to bring you in on our journey and learn from you on your journey you know, we're all on a journey. We, we talk about this a lot. It's a spectrum. There are so many people who know way more than we do. Please seek them out and get information from them. This is just kind of our version of preparedness. And as we're learning, we want to share it with you. And part of that is going to be yeah. we're going to bring you into our personal goals, um, preparedness goals for 2022, things I want to accomplish before 2023 gets here. Okay. I've... We we just kind of compiled some lists and it'll be free form. We're just kind of going to go with it. It's yeah. not even like a heavy note. This is more of just discussion. And once again, please leave the comments. What are your preparedness goals? No matter how small, because those those small little baby step wins yeah. add up to big wins. Over yeah. Time. How are you ringing in the new year? So. Yeah. 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 What do you and um, everyone uh, talks about New Year's resolutions? You know, this is kind of like our prepper. Yeah, kind of a checklist of, 
yeah. you know, what we're planning on doing for the year. Yeah, and, and I've heard some people say New Year's resolutions don't ever work. Right. And I, I, I push back a little bit because um, I'm not saying they work completely and they're the be-all, end-all. But if you set a New Year's resolution and for two, three months you start doing something, that's two, three months more that you were doing something right. <laughs> than if you just didn't set one at all. Right. Right? So, you, you know, I'm going to work out for the whole year and you do it for three months. Well, if you had not set the goal at all, would you have worked out for three months? Right. You know? No, you wouldn't. You no. would have just continued doing what you do. So um, here are, in no particular order, not in order of importance or anything like that, our preparedness goals for the year. Some, I feel like some of mine might be kind of ambitious. Yeah. But, hey. Yeah, we were talking, and we kind of think of our goals differently. Yeah. I uh, kind of make a, a list of goals that is obtainable, and uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to be able to get done. <laughs> and I, well, and that's what Leah says. I'm an eternal optimist, yeah. and she's the one who always has to, like, knock me down a few pegs. Yeah, I'm the guy come... who likes to put the check mark on each yeah. item, and once it's done, and have a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And uh, so... I tend to get overly optimistic about my capabilities and the time frame that I can accomplish things in. <laughs> but that doesn't like I used to let that stop me and I just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. I now I just write it all out there and if I accomplish half of them then I thank God and I thank myself for what I did accomplish. Yeah. So uh, let's get started in our 2022 preparedness or prepper Goals, goals. things we want to accomplish. So absolutely go for it. All right. So uh, one thing that I definitely need to do is rotate through my midterm storage. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to be like um, my cans and jars. And I'm going to look at expiration dates. Uh, look at the cans. See if there are any are bulging out. Uh, that is a big goal of my oh, yeah. this year. So it's going to be a tedious goal. Also, um, I am trying to write down everything that I have. Oh, make a like an actual a, categorized list. Make, make uh, a list. I need to add that to mine. Now. Yep. Yeah. I didn't think to do. You know what? Um, you know what? Leah usually does that. Yeah. She usually has a list, a running, working list of what we have. But ever since we left Oak Run, so many things have slipped through the cracks. Yeah. My wife so graciously lets me do the prepping, but she doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> other than, uh, other than uh, reap the benefits yeah, when, exactly. it, when it exists. And right? that's fine. That's yeah, fine. that's kind of why we do it, right? Absolutely. You know, uh, being, you know, being a good dad and husband. Uh -huh. just lead, you know. So you're wanting to rotate through your midterm right. stock. So I'm going to pull it all out. I'm going to categorize it and then check expiration dates mm -hmm. and uh, check the, the condition of the cans or whatever um, – it's put in yeah and uh kind of weave through the the bad stuff and replace and possibly even increase yeah and don't forget to check through the bottom of your freezer good good call that's another one that gets overlooked yep. can't you know cans and dry because everything on the shelf that's at eye level right we'll get looked at and sometimes i'll go back into my freezer and i'll be like oh there's still meat back here <laughs> from a year or two ago we need to get this eaten otherwise it's going to freeze a burning yep. bad so don't forget to look at the bottom or the back yeah of your freezer that isn't easily accessible. That's awesome, man. That's a good one. Uh, my first one is I need to re-up this. So we used to have this, but then when we left the property and m did all the moving and then ended up here in Texas, um, I, you know, you've told your prepper story. I think I might one of these days tell 
our journey, yeah. know, where we're at, where we've come from, and things we've been through. I know Lee and I first discussed it, but I think it'd be a good one just for you and I to talk about it. Yeah. But anyway, um, all that to say, I'm gonna, I want to get three, so three to six months, just like living expenses for your finest worth of food and water stored up. Awesome. Um, so we have a basement now here. And we've been working on it, but I want to get enough water so that if there was no water for three to six months, we we have, we have stored potable water. And I want to get my long-term food storage up um, so that if there was no groceries and no hunting and no – couldn't go out and do anything and we were holed up in our home for whatever the reason is, or if I needed to take some of that, throw it in the back of the truck and haul ass to the, to the cabin or something like that, I wouldn't be consuming other people's food. Now, water's hard to transport, but at least I could transport food. Right. Um, uh, three to six months worth. I'm going to start with we, – we already have a you know a short-term and mid-term, yeah. and I've got a little bit of long-term, and I'm considering, you know, the once again, all the meat we have in the freezer is kind of a mid to long-term. Like we haven't bought – like I said, meat in two years. Right. Um, or at least not beef, red meat. And because with the amount of deer and pigs I can shoot here in Texas, that you, that covers us all year. Um so that's my personal goal for the family is I'm I'm going to start working on it now we're going to make we're going to make uh, content on it for the channel on how I'm doing that but I'm going to re up my three to six months worth of food and water for my family, um, my immediate family right and then hopefully if I were to you know accomplish that in a reasonable time frame and for reasonable cost um, then I'll start considering discussing we'll, we'll discuss food storage and water storage as we have margin for for our extended family and maybe some people in our community yeah. in our in our assistance groups because we are discussing that type of stuff with two or three other families here locally um i say who have property and are friends of ours on how we're going to collaborate to to get each other more prepared so that if something happens there they can come here and we can go there and that type of thing so three to six months worth of food and water for my family that is a goal yeah of mine for this year that's a good one so i got the whole year to do it yeah that's a good one yeah um I guess another goal of mine is just going to be increase my water storage for the family. I guess uh, we are kind of on the same um, thought on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've got a good midterm midterm storage and uh, pretty good long term storage um, that'll probably last me about six months. But um, I want to make sure I have water for that as well. You talking about uh, sorry food? Yeah, food storage, but not water. I noticed right. when we did your um, what, what's on your shelves? Right, a you, lot of bottled water. You have a lot of the bottled yep. water and nothing bulk stored. Right, the bottled waters are cool and convenient, but it's not as much water as you think that right. it is. So um, <clears throat> I want to increase that this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. That and the way I'm going to do that is uh, buy the you know those those water totes, those yeah. bigger. 275 water totes or even just a, a couple of 55 gallon water drums like you could put two of those in your garage right with spigots on the bottom throw a little bleach in bleach there in. cover them and then they're that's potable water and you got 150 gallon or 110 gallon sorry um of water and that, that that'd be pretty good now we have sizable families so we need to right. consider <laughs> that when we're talking about two gallons per person per day you know what that is and how long that's yeah. gonna last us but even if just for a, a seven days worth you know mm-hmm. which would be Kind of like if a hurricane came through, which has happened to you many times. Many times. You're covered for that if they got to turn the water off right. for five or six days. No, I'm covered if I uh, w- if we run out of water and we have to go scavenge for water. I'm covered there. But I want to make sure we have some good, clean water yeah. before we have to 
we would have to immediately do that. Yeah, and yeah. with a with like a Berkey or the Life Straws right. or Sawyers, um, you're able to take even water that's fallen from the sky and kind of hitting the ground in your backyard from a hurricane or a storm or disaster and, and utilize that as well. Right. But that's a good idea. Good idea. Um, so another goal that I have for myself, which I used to do this a lot, I mean, everything really hinged on, like when we lived on our 15 acres, so much of this I just did naturally. Like yeah. Me and the kids were constantly doing some of these things. And one of them is working on my uh, bushcrafting and outdoor skills. Um, I've kind of lost some of them not living out in the woods and yep. not just being in the woods all the time. You know, um, when we lived up in the mountains and, and the Allens are close, close friends and Wayne, you know, and I, and you, we, we, I mean, we spent all of our times harvesting wood to heat the houses, right. working on my property. And then me and me and Caleb, when he had this game, we used to play, um, he had his own little personal kind of bug out bag and I had my own bug out bag and it were just our bags that, Went with us everywhere, and they had some basic supplies that were always in my Jeep, always on me. I always took it to the lake, wherever we were going, and we would play this game where sometimes he would say it or I would say it. We'd be like, okay, right now, we're stranded. We're going out of the property. We're going to survive with only what's in our pack right now the way it is. Wow. Can't put anything in it. Can't take anything out. Just the way it is now. Yeah. And sometimes it would be raining, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be really hot, and we would just have to grab our bags, run out, you know, how far away from our house was that? I wonder. It's like almost four or five hundred yards, a quarter mile away from the house. We had this whole little campsite area. We'd go out there, and we could go anywhere on the property, and we can rummage anything that maybe blew in on the property. Right. Um, but we would have to survive out of it for as long as we could. Um, sometimes we camp out overnight, you know. But just what was in our bag. Wow. That's it. It's all we have. That's and awesome. So it would teach us what was deficient in our bag. It would teach us um, what was good in our bag, what we didn't need. Sometimes, I mean, we learned that, like, I don't even need this thing in here. Why do I even have it? I don't even ever use it. Yeah. So get rid of the real estate. Um, but that really honed in our bushcrafting, outdoor, you know, survival skills. And I've lost a bunch of those. So I want to start going back out to the property a bunch to to work on those again. That's film awesome. them. Yeah. yeah, film them. Um, I'm really excited about the relationship we're forming with Blackbeard Firestarters because um, that that's kind of gotten me excited to to go out and do some stuff. Get back again. into the swing of it. Yeah, and and once again, thank you, Blackbeard, for being awesome. They are a sponsor. I'll just mention them real quick. Yeah, and uh, go go to their website. Type you know use our link. You get 10 percent off if you do it. We're just really excited to be working with them, and they've really motivated me to get back out into the woods. And so I thank them for that. Uh, and just want to let you guys know their product is awesome. We've been using it, and it's rad. It's so good. The quality of it, the convenience of it, really. Yeah, for you know, sure. And that's, um, that's a quick, just a quick plug for them. There's a link in the in the description below if you need fire tinder, ferro rods, the kits they come with, um, and you can uh, get 10% off if you use the promo code prepared, P-R-E-P-A-R-E-D, uh, upon checkout, and just let them know we sent you. Awesome. Anyway, so that's another one is for me to get back out and work on my bushcraft skills, and I thought that would be a fun time to just talk about how awesome yeah, Blackbeard is. definitely. Let me get back in the woods. Uh, another goal of mine this year is going to be uh, power generation. Now, Ooh, uh, good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. So uh, if it, I'm trying to decide if it's going to be fuel uh, generator or solar or what, whatever. Combination but, of the two. Yeah, or, you know, but... My goal is to get um, power generation Some to the house. Power. Yeah, backup power. 
That's awesome. We yep. did that last year. Yeah. So we 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 got a um a uh, a big generator on sale from Costco last year. That's TriFuel. So it does propane, natural gas, and gasoline. Um, and it and it's enough to basically do the whole house minus one air conditioner. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if we were in the summertime, needed to do it, um, but it'll run the house with the um without the air conditioners with the heaters because the heaters are natural gas and we have fireplaces yep. that we've had worked on and and function now. Uh, so last year we we did that. That's a good one, awesome. especially for your area, especially for my area. Um, I don't know what it is about my area. It we lose power a lot, but. Uh, usually generally it's through the, through the daytime where everyone's at work or school. So that's good. But, um, I definitely want to make sure, uh, with hurricanes coming and, uh, snow or ice again, that have come through <laughs> that, uh, we're good. Yeah, for sure. Did it? Yeah. Uh-oh. My oh, there we go. Can you hear it? Okay, good. Yeah. You're I thought mic. I unplugged my mic. I thought I did. Anyway. Um, dude, that's a super spectacularly good goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm really interested in Getting my hands on, so we, you know, we had full solar with battery backup at our house in the country, but we don't have it here. Lee and I are talking about solar, getting solar on this house this next year, um, and doing a battery backup here as yeah. well um, within the next two years. I don't know that we'll be able to accomplish it this year because I got to put a new roof on the house, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, um, but we're in the same boat wanting to do that. So you might even consider looking into. Um, oh, some friends of ours, they, they solared their house here. They're, they're, they're grid tied. They're on the grid like we were. Um, and they've got a Tesla power wall. Oh, I, I've seen them. Um, but I'm, I'm not really familiar with them. Yeah. It's just battery backup. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. It's just full battery back. So you maybe look into some solar and okay. stuff as well, yeah, definitely. you know, cause we loved our solar system. Of course, you know, <laughs> covered a hundred. We didn't have an electric bill, which is pretty <laughs> rad. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a sizable investment, you know, up front to do that. And uh, if your electric bill is super duper cheap already, then sometimes it, the finances don't make a wash. Right. It's just making the investment for philosophical reasons. Yeah. Some people do it because they're super green. They want to be super green or whatever. And then some of us do it because we want to be prepared. Yeah. Be unplugged. Yeah. If need be. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is I want to get my hands on. I was about to say this, but I went off a different rabbit trail. Um, solar power generators. Mm. They're silent, yep, and apparently have come way up in the world. Um, and with a solar panel and the generator itself, it will function like a gas-powered generator. Wow. Well, it will output like a gas-powered generator, um, but they're way more expensive. I think I'm going to do more research on that because I want to do some yep. for the channel. Um, I'm really interested in those. I've seen other people do them, of course. Uh, Wrangler Star and some other people, but um, yeah, so I'm definitely going to look into that this year and, and kind of figure out what's going to be best for us. But um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. We had, um, I guess, a couple of years ago, looked into getting a big giant Generac and tie in the right, whole house right, and right. running off of natural gas. But um, at the time, it just didn't make sense, and um, I think we would benefit more from something more portable. That was my my thought because we yeah. we did the same. Now the Generac ones or the the permanently installed ones uh-huh. are more expensive. Correct. But for like eight hundred bucks, I got one that could power most everything in my house, and if I needed to, I could load it up in the back of the truck right. and that's, take it. That's my big thing. So uh, I would hate to leave it behind if we had to leave and right. Yeah. Right. With us having a camper, I told Leah what I wanted is one big one and one like 
medium sized one, one small and medium sized one. And that way I can just load those in the back of the truck, hook up the camper, and if we needed the evac and stay out on on a, on, a, on the on the property or you know just somebody else's property, right? We could, you know, and we keep plenty of fuel piled up for that as well between propane and gasoline. Um, or I've got a stub out here that I can tie into the house for natural gas oh, nice. if it's still on. Um, so anyway, that's a good goal. It, uh, it's in a, like you said, it's a checkable attainable goal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take, I've got one or two here that I think are, um, they're, I can condense down to one actually. Okay. Um, and that's the next two that I have on here. Um, and that is, I'm going, I, I as part of physical fitness and, and preparedness, I want to get a some fight training, grapple, kick, grappling, kicking, punching. So some jujitsu, so maybe some muay thai, and then oh, nice. some some karate. Um, I've got a couple of people that I've been formed relationships with. My son's karate instructor, and they're talking about um, being maybe doing some collaborating and things like that. But I I'd like to learn how to defend myself. Yeah, I mean I've been we've been in a couple of bar fights when we were younger <laughs> and you know squabbles and stuff but never really actually learned proper right. self-defense and then in line with that i want to get some um tactical firearms training as well because if i carry already and then i've got firearms in my home um i'd like i i, I did this a long time ago or did some scenario shooting and some training but i mean it was like 15 years ago and the reality is if you don't use it you lose it definitely lose it so I'm going to be investing in some in learning how to fight, basically, yeah. and defend myself, both proactively and defensively, um, and then uh, and also incorporating you know firearms and, and things like that, tactical and learning how to fight with firearms. I well. like that goal because it's it's uh, it's growth and it it's going to be fun. Yeah, it, yeah. Some of it's going to require some financial investment on my part, and I'm trying to figure out how to do that, how to financially. Because everything's just um, priority, right? right. Well, I got the family's got to eat, got to feed them, blah blah blah. We're not, we live off one income, you know. Yeah. So it's not like I have tons and tons of money right now to just be like, because jujitsu is expensive, martial arts to spread them out, it, it's kind of expensive, you know, two hundred something dollars a month, right? And I say expensive, I'm not saying it's not worth that. What I'm saying is that's just a large sum of money to 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 pay each month, to or, commit to, yeah. to commit to, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm, I plan on making that for my personal physical fitness because it's just crappy. Um, and then I've got my own personal goals, which are going to be physical fitness and prepper goal and all that. Um, I'm in line with that. I'll be doing. So I guess this is all tied together. The learn to fight, the get tactical firearms training, and I'm going to be doing a, a 90 day preparedness exercise fitness challenge for myself and i'll be documenting that on the channel um because i want to attain a, a walking a, a healthy walking around functional weight i'm yeah. overweight we, we we you and i we did a, a whole thing on what you can do well this year i'm making it a, an, a, an actual practical goal for the year to get physically fit learn to fight and learn how to use my firearms properly um and you know, I'll be reaching out to people for like the legalities of when and when not right. to use it, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. that all kind of is lumped together, I guess, you know, yeah. you can lump that together. Definitely. Just personal physical fitness and defensive training. No, that's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. How about you? Um, the next one I've got is, um, my, uh, I've got two boys. I've got four kids and two of them are boys and mm -hmm. they're, they're the oldest and they're getting to the, to the age where, 
they're um, I, I'm going to start training them with rifles. Oh, right on. Yeah. So I want to take them to the gun range. I want to teach them gun safety and um, buy them some twenty two rifles and and have fun. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a big goal of mine. Um, and they're at the right age where I think they'd be able to understand everything um, and respect um, respect the uh, rifle. And so I think it's time. Dude, that's a really good one. Yeah. And it, and it's family time. It's family time. You know, dad-son time is yep. super important. Um, and that's a, that's a really good goal. Thank that's you. awesome, man. Yeah. Um, you know, as we are, like, my kids are kind of older and they've already walked through that process but it's a joy to be able to do that with them and now um and and doing that with say like liam he's learned that he just is an outdoorsman yeah you know he just loves to hunt fish you know and the other some of the what hunt fish hunt and fish oh (laughs) and then like caleb on my oldest who's almost 20 now he understands the value. So it's not like a hobby of his. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, I love to go out and shoot and hunt and fish with dad all the time. Um, he does like doing stuff with me. But you would say it's good. You would say it's good to know how to, yeah. to do it and to practice it from time to time so you don't lose the skills, mm-hmm. right? Precisely. Yeah. Um, and so he does that from time to time. So that's, yeah. So you're saying they're about the right age. So we're like two and a half years old. Uh, almost two and a half. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I'm totally kidding. No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, no, dude, that's yeah. awesome. Right, so my, oh, I, I love going to the gun range, so it'll be awesome to be able to take my boys and let them have fun and experience all that. So Yeah. Speaking of the gun range, there's one here in Waco that opened up that I really, I visited and I really liked. I mean, I, I think I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to join that one. Yeah. It's not, it's a, it's a, it, well, it's not just a gun range. It's a full shooting club. Is that what yours is too, or is it just a gun range? Yeah, there's one uh, that's um, a gunning, a shooting club. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this one has hundred yard ranges. It's indoors. This one is. I think you go to outdoor ones. Is that right? Right, outdoor. Yeah. Um, uh, gun ranges can be fun. They can be intimidating for people who don't know, but they can be super fun as well. Uh, and like I said, the shooting club that's here that just opened up, super nice, super great. The people in there were super helpful, very attentive. Um, very personable and nice. Yeah. I, I hate it when I go into gun ranges and gun shops and everybody's jerks and they're all elitist. It yeah. makes me not want to be there. And it makes me not want to take new shooters there. Why are they always grumpy? I don't they're like always grumpy. You'd think that somebody who works around a passion of theirs yeah. would be a little bit happier. <laughs> but there's so many times they're elite, grumpy elitists. I don't If understand. I could open up a coffee gun store, man, I'd be in heaven. Oh, yeah. Walking around with a big old smile. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's so grumpy, though. Yeah. Why is, I mean, you're drinking good coffee and you yeah. get to work around guns. Why are you so... Is, and why are you grumpy to, like talk with people who don't know anything right. about guns or who are learning about it. Like, isn't that kind of the point? And anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, all right. So another goal for me for 2022 is going to be putting in backyard chickens and a backyard nice. garden. When we lived out in Oak Run on our property, we had how many chickens? 50. Wow. I mean, 60 chickens. We had eight garden beds. Um, we were set up, man. I know there's a lot. I've had people ask me, like, why on earth? Like, if you set up, like, this prepper paradise, why would you even sell it and leave it? And life happens, and yeah. um, and we had to leave that state because, sorry, California is just going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, we yeah. couldn't do it anymore. We couldn't 
We just couldn't tolerate being. And then besides the political and geopolitical and financial things of being in California, um, you know, we felt God was calling us to go somewhere else. And so we're down closer to family now here in Texas and we're liking Texas. Yes, I know we're in in a city, but um, we're now working on goals to buy property again and do some other things and reestablish ourselves. And I've got some property that I manage for close, close friends that I get to use and live vicariously through. So that's awesome. But backyard, um, I'm going to put chickens and start a garden in the backyard here this year. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, to start growing food again. Leah is so busy. She's so busy with school and everything. She used to tend and maintain the garden in the backyard. And she's just not able to do that right now because of full-time school, homeschooling our kids, being a mom, um, and a hot, smoking hot wife. <laughs> and uh, But I'm going to go ahead and just take the reins on that and even just establish a small one using the square foot gardening technique, just a small one or two boxes that are manageable, um, that I can do with with the types of vegetables that don't need a ton of tending to just to start up again. Right. Uh, and then after that, I want to start jarring or canning those things. And then, but chickens are easy. Right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fence off an area in the back here and cover it. Um, you know, like a 15 by 15 area right in the corner. Put one of those little chicken houses there, and then boom, we'll have to, four or five chickens. Awesome. Because um, there have been times where recently here we went to the grocery store and there were no eggs. Oh man! Yeah, and Yikes. why we've done we've crunched the numbers on chickens and it's a wash. Like between buying eggs, the type of eggs we buy, and just owning chickens and buying chicken scratch and feeding them your scraps and stuff, it's a financial wash. And then they just produce chickens for you. And then when they start chickens, well, they do produce <laughs> chickens for you if you got a rooster. But I don't yeah. want another rooster. rooster. Um, they produce eggs for you, and then once they're done producing eggs. We slaughter them and make chicken stock and eat them as well. Yeah. So backyard chickens, backyard garden, goal for 2022. I'm going to put that on the books. And um, once again, make content around that too because I've never grown a garden in a on a city lot before. Should be interesting. Yeah, I've never, never yeah. done it under pecan trees. There you go. We had to trim back our pecan trees to make room. So back here, I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. There's that big thing oh, yeah. coming over here. You know, yeah, it looks nice now. Caleb cut that down. Wow. Caleb has been doing so much work around here <laughs> while I'm out working uh, in West Texas. So, All right. So that's you got another one? Yeah, this is my last one in, um, for the year. Like I said, I, I like to uh, make a small list obtainable. And if I add more on there, that's even better, right? Yeah. But uh, start researching basic bush crafting, right? I've never oh, been on a lot of land before. You know, tended a lot of land. Um, I'm more of a city guy. Um, and so I want to really start researching basic bushcrafting, uh, like knots and all that. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that kind of goes in time in line with my second one. Yeah. So while you, every time you come up here, here in the, to, for podcasting, uh, we, we need to make a priority to like even just spend a couple of hours out on the property, even if it's just once again, Learn how to build a fire. Right, um, a couple different fires. Uh, we'll we'll do some, uh, and we'll make content on it because I know on basic, um, you know, uh, bushcraft shelters, um, harvesting water. Obviously, I've taken you to hunt and all right. that, but maybe some basic trapping stuff like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, because you're you're. I I just I always forget that. You don't do as much of that as 
as I did. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Um, your 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 purpose over different niches than than mine. Right. Yeah. I've I've got a different. Uh, I live in a cookie cutter suburban area, you know, and so uh, my preps look a little bit different, you know, yeah. and um, there's a different priorities. Yeah. Right. But it's good. The stuff's good to know and right. learn. And absolutely, learn as well. absolutely. So spend more time out in the woods, basically. Right. You know, and you got uh, actually what's cool about your house. Yes, it's a cookie cutter suburban. And I, if they cut this down, I'm going to I'm going to get mad and complain <laughs> to the air. Yeah, to the air. There's nothing I can do about it. But you've got that whole like green belt of dark timber right behind your house. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And uh, they have told us they're not cutting that down. So. Oh, cool. I, don't, I mean, it's not like it's a ton of wood, but it's, a, no, but, but it's enough to go back in there. Yeah. You and the boys can go in there, and then you could, you know, at least you're surrounded by trees and woods for, you know, I think yes. it's probably like three, 400 yards in each direction. Yep. Yeah. And then I don't know how long it is. It's really long. It's it's pretty long, and it's got a little creek that runs through it. You know, it's nice. And, um, yeah, it, so there's a lot of brush in there. There's a lot of tree coverage. Is the, it, it's a, it's a year-round creek? Uh yes. Oh well, then that'd be a good thing to do. Is say, hey, so, hey kids, we're gonna practice hiking water back to the house. That'd be you know? awesome, yeah. And just with some water bags and carry them back and and uh, you know just as a practice, and yeah. as for fun, right? Can you can't? What would happen if you were to camp out out there? Do you think? I don't think anything would happen. No, no. Nah. Just take a little tent with the boys. Yeah. Out what, there are gonna yeah. Oh, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do? It's a city. I never know what the people yeah. like. City rules are elude me. I guess. There's so many times, like I try, I go to do something here, and Leah's like, "Oh, you can't do that. We're we're in the city." And I'm like, "What do you mean I can't do it? This is this is my one third of an acre city lot. I do exactly. what I want." She's like, "No, we're not. We can't do that here." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, crap." <laughs> it happens so many times. All right, so uh, one of these is a prepper goal. I have two left. Okay. Um, and one is a prepper, it's a specifically prepper goal. And the one's kind of a personal, but prepper adjacent, I'm going to call it. Related or? Yeah, prepper adjacent, I'm going to call okay. it. Um, the, the next one is we had this when we lived up in Northern California because fires were super, super, you know, uh, what's the adjective I'm looking for? They were, they were constant rampant. presence. Yeah, they were rampant. And so we, what we had done was in the area we lived in, so we lived about 35, 40 minutes outside of the, of this, of the city. It wasn't even a big city. It was a small city, big town, small city of uh, Reading. But we had our property was way out in the foothills. And we had evacuation routes for if we were in the city or if we were out on our property. And we had driven them. Uh, we knew all the logging roads. We knew every way in and out of our area. And then we had muster points. And she kept a map in her vehicle. I kept one in my vehicle. And if an emergency happened, like a fire burned through, um, we would know where to meet up because what we wanted to do is because if communication is down completely, we can't use our cell phones. We don't have radios in our vehicle at this right. time, which is something I'm heavily. Maybe I need to make that a goal too. I need to get radios and comms. I don't have them. Um, it's I'm so deficient in radios and comms. I need them. I know I've needed them for a long time. I just other things have taken um, the priorities right. away. And then anyway, for for a whole plethora of reasons, I don't have them and I need them, but. Um, we had it completely mapped out that if we couldn't communicate with each other, we would be able to meet up and we'd be able to leave the city and go. We knew where we were going. Right. So we had a full emergency plan and evacuation plan evacuation. And we had um, tested it. We'd, dri we'd driven it before. We'd, we'd actually done it. That's, some, it out that's done it. Uh, something I haven't done yet. So 
I might look into that. Yeah, even yeah. just just for your neighborhood. Yeah, or, you know, we were talking. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and so it really helped us to bring peace because once again, it, we did have to. We got really close to the evacuating several times, and so we knew exactly what we needed to do. What we didn't drill was the actual fire drill process mm-hmm. of like loading up anything, and we need to do that as well, but. For here, it would be tornadoes and hurricanes and storms would be our issue. And I just need to know the ways to get in and out of my city. And and I can help people as well. If I have that in my mind, if I just know it, then it's easy for me to communicate to other people right. where to go and what to do and where we're meeting up and what, what it is we're doing. It's less to worry about. Yeah, so I need to know how to get out, multiple ways to get out to our property that's out here, um, how to get to my in-laws' place to help them, how to get to – and then how to leave and where it is we're going to go, what it is – where it is we're going to meet up so that we're not blinded. blinded. Right. We're not just running blind. We're not running around <laughs> panicking. Um, so that is uh, another – and that's a pretty – I mean, that's one I can – we can do that pretty easy and yeah. pretty simple. Just Actually, I say that. I have gone to Walmart, Cabela's, um, Walmart, Cabela's, in uh, um, Barnes and Noble, I cannot find a map of the Waco. Area. I can't find maps. Really? No. Like a paper map. Yeah, just a good old fashioned. Yeah. So I guess I'll have to print one out from online. Um, but I every city and every place I've ever lived in, I could just go to Walmart or go to a sporting goods store and get a map of that area. Different types of maps, even right. topographical maps, or just you know, some have logging roads, some don't. Some have back. I can't find any maps here. So weird. Have people stopped selling them? Maybe. I mean, I can't say I've done an exhaustive search, but no. I've never had to. It's, there's got to be some out here. Yeah, usually I just go buy the map. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to order some atlases as well. Caleb ordered an atlas for his truck. Good job, Caleb. Producer Caleb did. And uh, I'm going to get one of those again for my truck. But I always have maps of my local areas and areas that are frequent. So, like, we had Trinity, the Trinity Alps, Lashen. The Lassen National Volcanic, what was it called? Uh, forest, that area. Yeah, we, we just called it Mount Lassen. Yeah, Mount Lassen, that whole area. Yeah. And then, of course, Reading. Well, I would need to do the same thing for where we are here in Waco and the general areas out here in Waco. Um, and then uh, my final thing is uh, it's kind of a personal prepper adjacent goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a ministry called Grindstone Ministries. That There's a prepper channel. Yeah. Uh, called Bear Independent. So if you follow Prepper channels and you're more advanced prepper, you're going to probably know who Bear Independent is. He, he's, he's super gruff, great information, loves the Lord, awesome guy. Um, he gets a lot of slack for being too serious or whatever. But <laughs> look, we have personas on we have personas on film, you know, on right. YouTube, and that's not all all of what we're we, you know we are. You know, sometimes our videos are silly and fun. Right, we take preparedness seriously but we want it to be kind of a gateway drug into lighthearted and lighthearted and then you do but you know some of these guys like bear are like man their mission is to help people and they take it very seriously and i commend him for it Um, but he owns a ministry or he runs a ministry it's a not-for-profit called grindstone ministries and what they do is um what okay specifically for instance kentucky got hit by a tornado right his Just ministry recently. yeah his ministry is a basically a ministry of like contractors and and laborers and things like that and then they will pack up they will go and they will help people rebuild their homes 
rebuild their areas in these basic in these torn apart areas they'll feed them clothe help give clothes right. you know they started this years ago and they deploy all over the country i, I think they, they might even be wanting to deploy different parts of the world but i don't know that yeah. i don't um but all over the country hurricanes tornadoes any natural disasters fires and they rush there because there's an obvious glaring hole that you and I have known, or at least I we've talked about many talked times, about. and that's the government does not have the resources like we believe to to take care of these things. We right. I know people think that they do, but they do not. They get easily overrun. Uh, they have a lot of bureaucracy to go through, and real men and women of America, our communities, that's who we need to be helping out one another and helping right. out each other, not depending if the government shows up and they do a good job, great. High five them and thank them for it. I, I can't, you know what I mean? D d take the help. But they, they prove over and over and over and over again that they're pretty inept and, and not as efficient at doing these things. And we can't depend. We can't be utterly dependent on on governmental bureaucracies to take care of ourselves. It's, it's up to us to do it. So I want to serve with Grindstone and go out on a deployment with them sometime this year. Um get my backpack load up my truck with any tools that i have yeah. you know and then just go out there and live and help and serve other people who um who are in, are on bad times because of a natural disaster or how are they deploy and i'm not affiliated with we're not affiliated not with, with bear independent in any way at this point um uh, although i definitely would like to have conversation with him he's got a lot of great information um they're 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 walking the walk. They're living the stuff. Uh, they they live just like we lived when we were on Oak Run. I mean, in that type of a community. Um, and so the, his, lots of great information and his own branding and his own way and his own mission that he's got, you know, from the Lord on the way to do things. And I commend him for it. Uh, it'd be great to have a conversation with him, have him on the channel, collaborate at some point. Yeah, that'd but, be awesome. Um, have him on the podcast maybe if he's up for it. Um, I, I, I don't think he's the type of person I just get the impression that he doesn't suffer fools. And I know that sometimes we get a little silly and everything, yeah. but regardless, um, anyway, I can help. We can help somebody else. I just, I would just like to deploy and serve with them That's at awesome. least once just to get involved with them and help somebody else. Um, they're the people who sent us. He also owns refuge medical. So they, they do medical supplies and medical training for people as well. Police, military, all kinds of stuff. Right. So, uh, go check their stuff out if you're into it. That's bear independent. Once again, not they don't know us from Adam, uh, other than that I reached out to them and they hooked us up with uh, us up, a yeah. wound care bucket that we're going to do a review on. But so that's it. That's our. That's I, I'm probably going to as I check some of these off, I'll add to them. But that's my working hour. Yeah, our this is my goals. Uh, maybe we run through these again towards the end of this year. Oh, that's a good idea. We, and, and we do check off what we accomplished. Kind of see what, what we got accomplished um, and how it went for the year. I'm down. We'll regroup on this one in yeah. December. I think that might be a, a, a good thing. Yeah. And then give you know us thinking long term and something to look forward yeah. to and actually put teeth into these things. You know? Right. And I've kind of dubbed this year uh, 2022 of growth and opportunity. So... Um, I'm excited about this year, and with this, my prepper goals, um, I'm going to be busy. But Yeah, that's good. I, I feel the same way. Lee and I have just both discussed being very optimistic about the year personally. Mm -hmm. uh, if the world falls apart, we'll be here to rebuild it. That's, right. Like, literally, I don't know. Um, and that's starting with our family and our community, uh, and we're not going to 
worry and concern ourselves per se. I'm going to concern ourselves, but I'm not going to worry about right. what's going on. I'm going to know and understand what's happening in the world. And I'm, I'm not saying put your head in the sand. It's just I'm I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to let it. We're not going to live in fear. Right. And so we're setting goals so we can set ourselves up to to bring peace to ourselves and our area. And that's that's our accomplishment. So what are your goals? What are yours? Once again, let us know. Let us know in the comments below. Um, email us. Shoot, email me. Yeah, hey, these are the goals and what we're doing. We'd love to share what you're, you know, any of our listeners are accomplishing. Yeah. Uh, on, you know, whether it's the Patreon or any of those. So uh, we just want to thank everybody for listening, for being part of Reasonably Prepared. We hope you find this helpful. Um, be blessed. God bless you in the year 2022 and all of your endeavors and. Uh, and your goals and the things you're going to do and stay positive right now. Don't let the world, don't let what's going on around eat at you and tear you down. Uh, get some, you know, get some family, get some community and, and learn and let's work on being stronger together. Yeah. Yeah. Be blessed all. And remember, just because you're prepared doesn't mean you're paranoid. Awesome. Awesome.